This is a podcast from Rover. Rex Rural Exchange, we are here thanks to Carter's Tyres, servicing New Zealand for over 35 years. Call 0800 Carter's Four Tyres, the numeral four on there. And don't forget the Rover app wherever you are. We are. Well, it is time now, that time of the week, a week of it, and uh, joining us, uh, Dom George out of the mighty Otago Dunedin, the place where they say goodbye to the Golden Nugget this weekend, Dom. Yeah, they do indeed, Aaron Smith. Last game at home uh, for the Highlanders before he heads off to Japan, and uh, there's been a bit of activity uh, around the city as well this week in regards to that. He's done a lot of radio appearances and TV and there's been, uh, you know, impromptu sort of uh, fan gatherings and things like that, so it's been good, but it'll be, uh, yeah, it's, uh, we mentioned the sports show, Hamish, sort of a bottom of the table yeah. clash uh, against the Reds, but in saying all of that, you know, it doesn't really matter too much. He's, uh, you know, he's hanging up the boots in terms of the Highlanders anyway. Yeah, well, look, I just thought it was worth mentioning again to you, as you said, you can catch that uh, on Dom's uh, Rex today, that sports chat. Um, he, he just, you know, we were at the Fielding Farmers Market where our previous interview came from, and you know, here's a guy that would have potted over to the Fielding Farmers Market while he was a hairdresser and, and fielding for three years before he sort of his professional footy. No sort of going right from high school to academy to you know big payday. Um, yeah, yeah, he he was getting no. paid per cut, Dom. That's right, <laughs> exactly. Do say he's yeah. going to be. Uh, yeah, uh, pay per cut in uh, Japan's going to be a bit higher than it probably was yeah. back in fielding in the day. But, uh, but you know, great career. And, um, yeah, look, uh, what a wonderful servant for, for Highlanders rugby. He's just been, uh, yeah, one of, you know, with the other Smith as well, those sort of guys, um, yeah. you know, just real real local legends, really. Gold, they're gold. They absolutely are. Hey, National Lamb Day this week. Yeah, um, I I don't know. Did you guys indulge? Did you get some Absolutely. Get some yeah. Some Silver Fern Farms burger. I I fed the whole media work Auckland crew. Oh, you crew. did too, man. Oh, you were man. on Tell fire up there yeah. for National Lamb Day. Yeah. Oh, Hamish didn't just stuff. indulge. He was the barbecue master. Yeah. I was blind for two days from the smoke off the barbie. <laughs> <laughs> barbecue master. It's a great. I love um, the you know the fact that that stuff is uh, you know celebrated. It's interesting yeah. to see as well, there's been some studies coming out, a bit of chatter around those. I've covered them, but they're start, for some reason they're starting to get a bit of traction in terms of uh, red meat and uh, its nutritional value. Because, of course, for a, for a while there it was thought, oh, you know, cancer, if you have too oh. much, and all these sorts of things. But nutritionists now are of the view, and there's these new studies that have come out that basically said, look, you know, like everything, um, balance is the key. Um, but... The interesting part about, um, you know, like grass-fed beef, for as an example, and, and grass-fed, um, you know, lamb and things like this, is that uh, it, it's actually better absorbed. The nutrients in uh, these particular products are much better absorbed by the body than, say, a plant-based alternative. So, yeah. um, you know, if you're looking for nutritional value, um, you know, New Zealand grass-fed red meat is pretty much the uh, pretty much the way to go, I reckon. Well, yeah. I mean, you're obviously preaching to the converted here, but I feel like there's exactly. been a study that says that just about everything can give you cancer at some point. <laughs> you know, like, there's always a study yeah. that comes yeah. out about. So I just don't listen to those studies, and I just keep eating red meat. Yeah, red yeah. meat. I'm with it's you. like red meat. Yeah. Oh, you know, what? Yeah. I, all I had for dinner last night was a steak. <laughs> that was it. I put Sounds like a, just... a well-rounded meal. Yeah. 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 Totally. Oh, I, I love it. Absolutely like love it. Can't, l- can't get enough. Like yourself, Dom, or more like me, I guess, was it nicely marbled? 
nicely marbled. It was, um, yeah. yeah, well, I've had two this week. One was more marbled than the other. Um, yeah. You know, I had the eye fillet last night, which was a uh, bit more leaner, but almost like, you know, a bit more like a venison sort of quality about it. So very, very lean. Um, yes. And then the one, the uh, the Scotch fillet, the uh, the other the other day was um, yeah a bit more marbled. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. oh mate, oh. yeah, mouth watering already. What do you reckon is the best way to eat lamb, Hamish? I think I know what your answer's going oh, to be. Oh, yeah, no, slow slow roast. <laughs> slow Eight roast. hours at 125. There you go. Yeah. Never fails. Wasn't yeah. there milk Eight involved hour, or yeah. something? Don't oh, no. Oh, yogurt. Yeah. Yogurt. yogurt. So like a um, just a plain yogurt, just baste it, like pile that on. Yep. Yep. Really? No, come beautiful. Sure, I still haven't, tri- I still haven't tried this yet. Yeah. No, the, other, the other really good one that we've uh, come across recently, yeah, because the lamb leg, you know, roast is, is, is you know, number one. But um, yep. Mediterranean Market in Wanaka, uh, they've got these uh, cap on, cap on, so the fat cap on rump and uh, lamb rump. And my God, just, you know, you put that in the Weber and uh, you're going to half an hour later and then you let it sit under the tin for about 15 minutes. And uh, oh. honestly, just mouth-watering, uh, just, oh, I can't even describe it. It's that bloody good. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Do you know, you can't go past the lamb roast, but I actually, and this was obviously a poor man's cut back in the day, you probably gave it to your dogs, but I love a lamb shank, and I've oh, got a really good, re- really good recipe. Oh, the shank is... Hey, Dom, one day yeah. we might go to the Pongaroa and get the shank, eh? Oh, Not man. the shank oh, like man. you get on the inside, but <laughs> the shank as <laughs> in the lamb shank. Yeah. If, you, if you come to Pongaroa, I will cook lamb shanks for dinner. Yeah, I'm not saying you got to go to the local pub and get shank. I'm yeah, lamb shanks. We're going to get them from. Yeah, no. Nah, looking forward to that, Bex. Actually, I'm did you say Mediterranean Market in Wanaka? Sounds like something you'd have in Wanaka. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Outstanding best food shop I've ever been into, and they're not paying me to say it either. Just unbelievably good produce, my god! Oh, come in, yeah. Mr. George. Come in. <laughs> I yeah, can just exactly. see it there. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Like Con the yeah. Fruiterer back in the day. Yeah, Con the Fruiterer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, what's going on in Oregon with these uh, the big farmland there? I mean, obviously, it's a real farming um, sort of stronghold, but making way for semiconductors. This is interesting, cause, and, and it piqued my interest because of the fact that we always talk about land use here and, uh, you know, what's you know, urban encroachment and yep. uh, planting trees and all this sort of stuff. Over in Oregon... Um, there's this big national push to make semiconductors, right, which is, you know, your microchips that help with all the modern electronics, everything from dishwashers, dishwashers to uh, electric vehicles. And um, what, what yep. they've done over there in relation to that, they've basically uh, said they've passed this law in Oregon, which I don't know if it'll pass, but anyway, they've basically said, look, what we're going to do is uh, basically um, – uh, entice all these chip manufacturers to come to Oregon, and the way that they're going to do that is allow some of um, not only Oregon's but the entire country's richest farmland to be converted into factories. Can you believe that? It's like uh, one of these sort of like you know futuristic doomsday um, yeah. sort of hell stories, really. Um, I mean, the argument is, of course, that um, you know this manufacturing is going to be key to economic survival in the future, which. I totally understand, but you can imagine, uh, you know, uh, farming groups in Oregon are absolutely up in arms about this. They've got wonderful names too. There's the, um, uh, I'm reading a story about a guy quoted from the uh, Friends of French Prairie 
uh, group, right? You know, things yep. like this. And they've all come out and they've all said, listen, uh, yep, sure, semiconductors are great, but just don't be doing it on uh, on our farmland. So I'm going to watch that story uh, with interest. But just a, just a you know, further example of uh, good farmland, uh, as, we've, uh, as we well know in this part of the world, um, you know, taken away, stripped back for, for other purposes. Who's going to, wh- where are we going to eat? You know, where are we going to get our food from if uh, of all the stuff goes through? Yeah, there you go. Hey, exactly. Hey, you just, yeah, sometimes the, the brain just goes numb with stories like that. Dom George, as always, great to chat. That is a week of it with executive producer of the show, host of Rex Today, drops around midday every day, the best in farming, helping farmers farm better. And this is Rex Rural Exchange. Of course, you can hear us on Magic Radio. Get into the Rover app. Next up, we're going to uh, talk to well, somebody. I don't know how she got enough hours in the day. But uh, next up, we're going to be talking to foster parent, respite carer, dairy farmer, Ashina O'Reilly.